Damn, bro, this guy Nick does Bondi. everything. Building guy. guitars and melting hearts. Melting hearts. Bondi also. I, I tried at least. I tried. Hey, Bondi also on power of the towel. He got he got the voice of the Vancouver Canucks. Brendan Bachelor on there. Yo, I'm hearing that Bondi influenced influenced the voice of the Canucks to make the world a better place today by by having Batch commentate random things that people are sending him. Bondi's I, powerful. I told him straight up. I told him straight up. Joe Buck was doing it, and like, why don't you, you should do that? Like, why not? I don't want to take full credit for it, but like, I, I was at least partly responsible for it. No, you are. That's the power of the Nuxmas Connick Network, man. That's what Trevor's built. <laughs> Real time. Hey, man, Bondi. We got to give some love to Bondi on this show today, man. We're gonna we got to give an award yep. performance to Bondi. The first you know, award. You've, uh, you brought a lot to the Nuxmas Connick Network, man. We're gonna shower you with some love today. Great work right. for the network. Yo, today's oh, I appreciate it, boys. Today, I appreciate it. Today's episode's all about love, and we're also gonna jump into into Bondi's alternate universe. Yeah, we gotta talk about the Canucks somehow, some way. Yeah. Uh, I smoked a joint. I also like ago. to say I'm the. I want to make myself the official head of the next misconduct pandemic response unit. I'm officially wow. in charge of our pandemic response unit. So I think you should, you any should... any pandemic questions, I'm I'm the leader. I will t get you through this. Yo, real talk. I think you should just be in charge of the whole cities pandemic issue yeah I, i've read enough about it i think i could do it at this point man oh man okay so we're gonna have a lot of fun begsy bondy with us isolation stay safe and enjoy this conversation who knows where this is going real talk but we're gonna have some fun on sipping on a 40 man we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight in vancouver all my real fans <laughs> Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. My name, yes, my name, Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation, Nux Misconduct, and in the living room. Real talk, real talk. Post it up studios, quarantine mode, closed down. No yeah. disease, no virus there, but yeah. but we were scared. I was, there, I was there Monday afternoon to pick up this, uh, this snowball mic I've been using. Hey, and, there you uh, go. It was really quiet. It was weird, man. It was, it was weird, weird, right? Damn, bro, yeah. I'm gonna miss that place. Real talk, I'm gonna miss it. Good times. We'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. Oh, we'll be back soon, man. We'll, man, hockey's coming back soon, some way, some fashion. It'll be there, maybe in August. That's what they're saying now, right? They're saying yeah. that that you better get the dates ready in August. Yeah. That's that's scary, but also, I can honestly see a situation where the, the hot they do like a shortened playoff starting in June and ending in August. Okay, uh, but you know, even if even if they do start in August, man, you know, no hockey or sorry. Some hockey in August and September is better than no hockey. Let's be real. I love the yeah. proposal from the players. I do think it actually gives, you know, it gives the world a lot of time to get their shit together, which we yeah. might need, boys. We might need it. Yeah, man. It is what it is. Nature is, uh, is doing what nature sometimes does, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's unfortunate. It may take a while, but but hockey is going to come back. I think Batman is, is serious when he says the season has to end with someone winning the Stanley Cup in some way or some fashion. It's going to be interesting. We hope it comes back soon, but on today's episode, let's just jump into Bondi's world. Okay, so Bondi messaged the group the other day, and he's talking about writing some blog on an alternate universe, which he's already started on NuxMisconduct.com. And in this, in this little world, Bondi donates his meniscus to, to Jacob Marstrom for the city of Vancouver. Real talk. He does this. And... And let's just say this: if if hockey wasn't was installed right now, I think Bondi's a good enough guy that he was he was willing to do that in the first place in in real yeah, life. I, I was willing to. I'm willing to theoretically in an alternate universe 
donate my meniscus to make sure Jacob Markstrom, you know, get, is healthy and is ready for the team for the playoffs. He re-injured his meniscus. Who the fuck would have thought that? And um, I'm, I'm willing to step up to the plate and give my meniscus. I don't. I, I can walk around in a wheelchair for a bit. Like I can roll around in a wheelchair. It's not really that big of a deal. I can handle it. Or the city. All I want in return is when when the Canucks win the Stanley Cup because of the Jacob Marshall. I want my name on the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yes. The body bracket donated meniscus. Yo, 100%. Or just, or just Bonnie's meniscus. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay, that no, would be fun. I want funny. my actual name, though. I feel like I need my name. Yeah, and don't like, put... Like, under owner, they have a, usually have, a, they have, like, players, coaches, and the owners get their name on the Stanley Cup as well. Beside Francesco Aquilini, Nick Bondi, bracket, donated meniscus, close bracket. Damn. Yo, that should be allowed, bro. I think in, uh, you know, just in real life, you should be able to donate, you know, your limbs and muscles to yeah. athletes. I don't, in order for your much, city. I don't need this many mess much buy tests. Like exactly. you can have it if you want. A city can have it. Man, oh man. Okay, let's say let's say the season does resume and Markstrom is healthy and back and he would be on par with every other goaltender in the league. Every goalie would be rusty. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So Canucks would be fully healthy in the Pacific Division. Are, are they are they the second best team in that division? With a healthy Markstrom? Yeah. You may easily make that case, I think. Like there there was trending that way before he got injured, right? I mean, before Edmonton, you know, made that surge and kind of stole second place and, you know, looked like they were locking up second place. But I always thought, I always thought Vegas would come on at the end, right? I always thought Vegas was too good of a team to, like, be a wild card team. So, yeah, I, 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 can, I can agree with it is what I'm trying to get at. Without a doubt, the Canucks would be the second best team in the Pacific Division. Like Bonnie said, they were miles ahead of the Oilers. And to me, it really just comes down to goaltending. The Canucks and the Oilers are similar teams. You could argue the Oilers might have the edge on forwards with Drysaddle McDavid, but Canucks got a bit better depth at their forwards. But you talk about Markstrom versus Koskinen and Mike Smith, come on, man. The Canucks got to be a better team. Um, but it's, it's funny because, you know, if you look at points percentage right now, uh, if, the, if the league was to just do that and jump right to the playoffs, you'd have the Canucks as a third seed against those Edmonton Oilers. Boys, I want to know if, the, if that happens, if that is our reality. What do you think would happen in that series? I think McDavid and Drysaddle would absolutely put on a show, a clinic against that chis. Hmm. Did I say chis? Cheese. I think whiz, McDavid, I think cheese McDavid type of and Drysaddle would win two games on their own. Yes, like that's how good that duo is. And then you got to figure yeah. out a way to win four or five. A hundred percent. Because I think I think that line would win two games on their own. They go off for like two goals each, five points. Or something like ridiculous like that. And Which they've done to the Canucks on many occasions, too. Yeah. I know McDavid's got more points against the Canucks than any other team. Drysaddle lit us up in, in the first game of the season this year. Yeah, they're two hell of a players. If the Canucks were going to win that series, I mean, you say what you will about EP and Hughes, they got to be big, but Markson's the MVP, hands down, if the Canucks pull away in a series against the Oilers. No, oh, 100%. The Canucks, I, I couldn't even finish the sentence. Swiss cheese type of defense, bro, all season. All season. And it... It would still it would still happen against McDavid and Drysaddle, man. Those guys are on a mission, and those guys can turn it on whenever. Now they're taking a little break here. I, again, everyone's on the same field when they come back, but when you have a guy like McDavid and Drysaddle on one team, bro, th dude, that may be the best team in the Pacific Division. Just based on that, I mean, they're two. When everyone comes back, everyone's gonna be rusty, and once again, those those guys are on one team, Drysaddle and McDavid. They might have they might have the edge, man, going into the playoffs in the Pacific. Oh, who knows? It's, it's, it's just a theoretical talk. Like, what if the 
season was still yeah, going on. Yeah, what if the season comes back? We yeah. ju- we well, jump like, into it's not going to be the same playoffs when they come back. I don't think anyone's thinking like it's going to be some sort of – you know what I was thinking if uh quickly plug in my show, Power of the Towel. Yeah, just yeah. Quick plug. What's up? Uh, What's with, up? Uh, my inter- in- my interview with ba- uh, Grand Bachelor, and, you know, he's got some connections to the NHL. I asked him, like, what, what's the league looking at when they co- if they come back at all? And he was pretty much – he suggested like a March Madness-style like bracket. <laughs> Why? I, I was all over for that. And hey, at this point, like I said, I, I, when I, at the time, at this point, I'm just rooting for maximum chaos. Who cares if it's not like okay, a full, who cares? Who cares? regular like who cares? playoff? Fair I want. Enough. I want to. Is, is whoever wins is going to have an asterisk beside their name anyway. Well, it doesn't matter. They just might as well go for full maximum chaos. Yeah, you and know just what? the wackiest thing I could think of, you which know. would be a March Madness style for hockey. We all know like how much loss plays in a single game. Do a single elimination. Fuck it. Yo, that's that's so true. Okay, so think about this: any team that wins a championship, or any city that wins a championship this season, yeah, for sure, there'll be a little a- there'll be a little asterisk there before the city and after what the you world's been going I'm through. Down the asterisk at the least win a cup this year. But ima- an asterisk, but, like, put that asterisk like beside at the Air Canada Center when they raise the banner. I don't give a shit. <laughs> No, that's for the city though. The people would love it. I mean, it's gonna be a party when the world's back to normal. And one of the first celebrations. Oh, that first Friday. Oh, bro. Whenever it's allowed to go. Oh, man. People are just gonna be like drinking the street. Yo, let's the party, man. Shit let's party, man. Okay. Can't wait. Can't wait. Let's it's make. keeping me going through this shit, really. Okay, let's let's do this. When the world's back to normal, we're going to Trevor's house. We're going to Trevor's house. Let's go. I got Yo. the barbecue, man. We're gonna have a sick time over here. <laughs> you know? Party at Bagsy's. Like party that. at Bagsy's. Beer man. pong. Beer pong. Woo! Beer bong. It's gonna be sick, man. Let's okay. go. So, Canucks and Oilers round one barbecue at my place. It's happening. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's see if it go, does go into a March Madness type of ordeal, and Vancouver wins. It doesn't matter, right? Like, go put an asterisk there. We're still partying. We're still loving this. It's ours. I'm still partying. Like we won the cup. I'm just saying, if anyone else wins the cup, what if they gave out a small version? <laughs> that, that's the... <laughs> <laughs> they just cut the it cup just... off itself and leave the 32 yeah. pound base. Damn, I mean, bro. I mean, honestly, like I love chaos and everything, but man, if the Cubs won the cup, like only playing single elimination games, don't you think <laughs> that takes away from like everything we've been waiting for as well? Like, say I put uh, an action against the Toronto Maple Leafs, I'm down for that. But you're putting an action against the Vancouver Canucks too, and yeah. hell yeah, it'd be a sick party. But and you know, I still think if you're gonna award the Stanley Cup, you got to have some kind of mini series. <laughs> uh, a one game elimination to me feels honestly, it I feels wrong. That. Maybe I'm, I'm traditionalist here. I can see what maybe a situation where they shorten the first two rounds, like best of three, best of, best of five, and make like the full Stanley Cup finals like a best of seven, because you do need like, kind of like yeah. a historical, there's a historical precedent that, that I don't think you want to mess with. You got to earn that cup, man. The longer this goes on, the lo- the bigger time becomes a factor. And the, the NHL has already said they want like a full 82 game season next year. That's a big priority for them. So theoretically, you would have to wrap this shit up by mid-September so they can have, you know, a couple of preseason games and training camp. So the longer yeah. this goes on, I think the more likely there is some sort of wacky-ass playoffs in, uh, in 2020. <laughs> Dude, if it ends in a March Madness type shit and the Vancouver Canucks That's what I, want. I want. I will I want laugh my ass off, bro, because everyone would just be making fun of us. That doesn't count. That fucking doesn't All count. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. It doesn't matter. We partying. Yeah, I, I, I still wouldn't care about what other people said. It just deep down, I would it's feel special. like, oh, uh, you know, all these other, all these a hundred other teams have like really earned that no, cup. Just that kinda, classic sports down to it. If Dude. anyone else but the Canucks won the cup, it'd be 
fuck it, it's an asterisk. But if the Canucks won it, like, hey, we won the Cup, it doesn't matter. It's going to say Stanley no, Cup. Just think about this. If we are fortunate enough to still be around after what... what we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Let's be real. This shit's kind of crazy, okay? Whatever happens, happens. We, we come back on the other side. We're... we're we're, we're alive and healthy, and then we get to witness our city win a Stanley Cup. Yo, for our friends and family, that's going to be a time. I'm, I'm selfish with that moment. I don't give a fuck. After what we've been through, I don't care. Give it give it to us. We'll take it. Screw we're it. We've all been inside for two months. Looking <laughs> all greasy, smelly. Yo, Coming so out and enjoying the Canucks win the Stanley Cup. I'm oh, down for it. Look at my hair, man. Shit, dude. Man, oh man. How am I going to do this, man? No fade for a couple months? No fade for a couple months? Grow the mold again. Billy, Billy, Billy Bob Bowen. What was it? Billy Bob? No, Bobby Ray. Billy Bowen. Ray, Billy Ray. Bobby, Bobby Ray, Ray Bowen. Bowen. Yo, Bobby, you don't Bobby know. Bowen. One time I went for Halloween, I was a country singer. Went to a house party oh, in Vancouver. Bobby Ray Bowen. Bobby Ray Bowen. I like and, it. Uh, I pulled it off. Let's say, let's just say that. <laughs> let's just say that, man. How you guys holding up though, man? What's new with you guys? Nothing. I'm just chilling at home. <laughs> I mean, yeah, life hasn't life hasn't changed for me too much, man. But uh, I, I know I know Bondi's. Uh, he looks like he's twitching. He looks like he's itching, man. I thought I had coronavirus for a day, so I I was I was freaking out there. But uh, I th- no pull through. Kyle and I were talking like when you were not when you were kind of disconnected and trying to get back in the call. I I, I think I've convinced myself. I've given myself psychosomatic symptoms of coronavirus. I've just read so much shit. And then so much like <laughs> reading on the coronavirus, I think I've given myself the coronavirus psychosomatically. You sound like you have shortness of breath yeah. right now. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Like I'm fucking wigging out right now. Yo, Trevor's talking God, all this shit. Trevor's talking all this shit. I saw this guy sniffing and fucking wiping his nose early on this episode. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Come on, man. You better not be sleeping. Say that as your wife right now. Yeah, I know. It's like I said, I quarantined from the wife for a few days there. Yeah, uh, it was a tough goal. Uh, pulled through that. Uh, back in the sack, but uh, you know, <laughs> got that runny sack. nose still. You know, what's the definitive? Um, I haven't read any research on sex and coronavirus. Can you tr- transmit the coronavirus? Oh, for sure, hundred percent, bro. hundred percent. Yeah, he's, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like maybe it's, what? it's possible. What do you mean? Okay. Come on, bro. We don't know. There's so much unknown about it. You can't know? touch Talk your face. Gonna have any anytime soon? But I'm just. Sure. <laughs> you can't okay. touch your face. Yo, okay. Real talk though. Oh, ever since this coronavirus thing, I, I haven't, re- I've have not realized how much I touch my face in a day. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's like three thousand. I'm actually paying attention to it. Ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, I, w- I was thinking about this too. Since we're on the topic of romance, and since sipping on a forty is is half a romance show. I mean, you got Bondi, you got Bowen most of the time on it. Probably the most romantic people in the city of Vancouver. And then Begsy chimes in hey, <laughs> once in a while. Like guitars. Yeah, the guitars, there you go. He's like guitars, okay, right? this is the most romantic hockey yeah, show of all really time. Yo, don't you think that something like Tinder during this time is going to turn into, uh, it's going to, it's going to change. It's going to evolve. People are going to actually build friendships off Tinder. It's going to change. Uh, I was going to say, I was going to say, maybe it'll be like the Snapchat of 2015. And that's like where everyone's just going to send nudes now, you know? Yeah. Ooh, man. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of, a lot of quarantine and chill jokes. I can feel that. Oh, oh definitely. That's going to be a hot joke out there. Oh yeah. Straight up. A lot of, a lot of banging. Like that's going to happen. A lot of love making happening. Actually, do I really want to take that chance? I can hold out for a bit more. It's been a while anyways. I can hold out a bit more. That's not the issue. <laughs> yeah, I think we might lose Bondi, man. Yo, Kyle, should we get Bondi this uh, this prestigious award before before he dies from coronavirus? Okay, here? yeah, we'll, we'll do it after the break. Uh, Bondi begs he joining Kyle on sipping on a 40 in ISO mode. Yo, we got to do this. We got to do this again sometime soon. I know I've been taking... 
taking a bit of a break here. But I miss the mic, yo. I really do. This thing, it's nice. It's nice. You miss the game. I miss the game, man. Yo, hockey, I miss it. Uh, we'll be we'll be back on the other side. We got to give an award out to we got to give an award out to Bondi, yo. And Trevor, you wrote the speech. I got it, man. Good to go. Okay, okay. You're listening to oh, sipping on a forty. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, okay, we are back on Sippin' on a 40. My name Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation, Nux Misconduct. Shout out to White Claw. Keep me, keep me going. White Claw, party. man. So, yo, you've you been the drinking. It's delicious. Okay, explain the taste, man. I what, see, what? I see, I see the high. It tastes way better than those neuter neutrals or anything like that. Dude, do you hear, it's, 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 do you like hear Trevor Snipes? Like, the easiest way to describe it is to eat one of those, but that's not better. Trevor, man, go get checked out, yeah, man. You're scaring me, man. Mango one right now? Mango is delicious. Trevor keeps hey, using. Are you okay? That's, yeah, you okay, man? Like a good cough. Yo, our listeners are not gonna like. What are you this. talking about? I heard it. I heard it, bro. I, we heard that cough. What cough? cough? I didn't. I didn't cough, man. You cough, yeah, bro. No, I didn't. I just oh, put whoa, my phone whoa, down. Whoa, I don't know. Whoa, whoa. I'm good. I'm good. I promise. I promise, guys. Come on, don't sell me out. <laughs> <laughs> they go. They go to his house. They raid his house. Drag Trevor out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I promise I've only been to the grocery store three times. Damn right, damn Trevor, you better not go anywhere, man. Come on, man, lock yourself in that room. No, man, dude. quarantine, quarantine to the max. Straight up, straight up. You got Bondi talking about those white claws. Uh, I can see Bondi drinking every day right now, six pack, looking at all the conspiracies. What, what else do I have to do? <laughs> right, damn, bro. Exactly damn, bro. Yo, Bondi's thinking about changing his show to Power of the Purell starting next week. I like that. Purell. Yeah. <laughs> that's just yeah, work, got man. the uh, Brendan Bachelor seal of approval. Oh, so. man. And, and that's where this really... You seem to like it. That's where this really is going to start. You seem to like it. Okay, this this Bondi celebration, we're giving him the Calder Trophy, okay? We're giving him the Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year at the Nux Misconduct Network. And we have to do it now because the season could be over. It might be over. And you just got the voice of the Canucks on the program, Okay. On the network, shout out to you. Okay, so Trevor, he's gonna he's gonna read you out a little speech, and then you're gonna come on stage, and then you gotta say, you gotta give thanks to your parents, man. Real talk. Go, Trevor. All right, Bonnie. All right, Bonnie. You're gonna hear that mad applause after uh, after the speech here. But uh, you know, Bondi, 2020 has been a year of turmoil and tension for many people. But you came into the Nux misconduct family with fire. You had a number of sick guests on the program, and you killed it with every interview. You made my nemesis, Patrick Johnson, seem like a likable guy. You know, that's no easy task. You also forced Sat Shaw into taking a sick day. Unbelievable stuff, man. But most importantly, you brought an edge to the network that was needed amidst the ridiculousness that Kyle and I bring to the Nux Misconduct Network. For all of your top-notch contributions here, we're awarding you the pre prestigious inaugural Never before been awarded award the Nux Misconduct Caller Trophy for Rookie of the Year. 
Kyle, hit that damn applause button. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yo, you better thank your parents in the speech, man. Okay, do I, can I get, can I give a speech now? Yeah, go. Before mine? Yeah, go, go, go. Right, yeah, first of all, I'd just like to thank God for, you know, giving me the opportunity and the gift of talking. Greatly appreciate, you know, yeah. thanking him, about him, supporting me throughout all this, all those late nights, early mornings, wow. driving me back and forth to the podcast studio. Couldn't have done it without them. And, you know, I, I just want to give some inspiring words to, uh, to any wannabe podcasters out there that you too can have perhaps the 20th most popular Canucks podcast out, out there. Yeah. You can have, you know, 200 people, not a big deal listening to your show. If you believe in yourself and you put in that work, thank you very much. Wow. Wow. I have to keep it concise. I didn't want the, uh, the playoff music they give a podcast. Okay, okay, Bondi gets the uh, gets the award, man. Brings brings Batch, the voice of the Canucks. Prop, yo, real talk, Batch. We applaud that dude all the time, man. Good replacement yeah. for Shorthouse. I mean, he actually oh, he, he, he brings so much good passion oh, and emotions of every game I listen on the radio. Real it's talk, awesome. it's the voice, man. It's the voice, it is the man. Voice. The radio yeah, voice, he has start. it. Real talk, you brought that guy on the program. We had to give you the award. Who knows what's gonna happen? Who knows what's gonna happen? With the rest of the year, I don't think we're going to have time to find someone else to finish up before the playoffs end when that happens. Maybe we will. We never know. Maybe we acted too early yeah. giving that award out. It is what it is. Hey, man. Yo, the network's rolling right now. You know, Bondi had Batcher on this week. Quickie's coming out every day. Ooh. Here we are doing Sipping on a 40 right now, man. Okay. What's going on? Speaking of speaking of the Calder, speaking of Sipping on a 40, let's talk about Hughes versus Makar because the Athletic is saying that Makar would win. And I kind of agree with the athletic. I, okay, listen to me. I, I've said it many times, right? Quinn Hughes, greatest Canucks defenseman of all time. I've called it all year. It's the truth. But look at the stats, man. McCarr's been hurt, and he's been phenomenal, and he's putting up as many, if not more, points than Quinn Hughes per game. So the debate is there. Man, think about how many records Quinn Hughes was breaking in his rookie, full rookie season. He was breaking, like, like Hall of Fame defenseman's records. That's yeah. what I think. McCarr's doing it too, though. McCarr's doing it too. McCarr's doing it too. He's just doing it a bit later in the year, but with less games played, isn't he? He's doing similar things to Quinn Hughes, if not better. It's one of those weird things. He's okay, but like he's not break. He's not the record-breaking defenseman that Quinn Hughes is. That's the problem. And he's a year younger. Quinn Hughes is a year younger. I know that. Okay, go, 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 Trevor. Go, Trevor. I, I think the argument, though, is that, you know, McCarr did miss time. And yeah. when you look at you look at points, who uses ahead, but McCarr is on a better pace. I think the main argument for, for Hughes over McCarr is probably the impact compared to his team. You, you can see when you look at uh, stats like Corsi relative to team and, and goals relative and stuff like that, that McCarr is closer to the average team because it's, he plays in the Avalanche. They're pretty damn good. When you look at Quinn Hughes, he's so much better than most of the guys on this team. And I think that's the main, the main argument for Quinn Hughes. And, you know, I think we're probably a bit biased, and I could make an argument for him, but I, I know the guy is handing out the award. They're not going to look at these little fancy stats, man. They're going to look at points. They're going to look at power play points. They're going to look at points per game. You know, and McCart is going to get it, man. And, you know, what? It, it's a close race no matter what. It but is. I do think there's an argument for Hughes. It's just too bad it's the, uh, the analytical one instead of the, the straightforward surface one. 
And it's, yeah, it's really too bad that the season ended shortly because who knows what Quinn Hughes would have done. Who knows what Kale McCarr would have done to end off the year. But, but, I mean, he ended he ended with a three-game, uh, a three-point night, and I think he didn't have the OT winner. Yes. He assisted the OT winner. Yeah, like, he ended McCarr, pretty strong. He did, he did. And he's a phenomenal defenseman. It's just one of those, it's just one of those years where you have two guys who are that damn good. I mean, last year, Heiskanen, Dolan, it's, it's, yo, defensemen in the NHL? That shit, that shit looks nice right now, man. Real talk. The last last two years, real talk. That shit looks nice, man. The game is changing, and, and the game will be back soon. Maybe, not really. Whatever soon means. Time's about to move differently coming up, and um, yeah, just, just be safe, I guess, you know? Be safe. Be smart. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands. Wash your body. <laughs> real talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't just leave the social. Yeah, yeah take, a, take a fucking shower, yo. But don't wipe your ass too much because, you know, there's a shortage of toilet paper. Out there. Hey, you know, I have not realized since this pandemic started, I've been home all the time, how much, like, <laughs> toilet paper I go through. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yo, it's I got a question you. don't think about it until there's a pandemic and you realize I can't just go to the store and buy toilet paper because there's not going to be any. Yo, yeah, I got a bro. question for you guys. I saw it on this, this Netflix show, 100 Humans. It's about a question that, you know, it applies to all of us, but no one ever talks about it. But okay, I got what, it. When you know, when you're wiping down there, what's the average amount of uh, pieces of toilet paper, toilet paper squares that you would grab when okay. you're going to How many squares? do your business? I was actually, I was actually thinking about this today. Weird, we're all talking, really? we're, we're all thinking wow. about this. Yo, see, the people yeah. who get through this, they're going to be the cleanest people to ever live on this earth. Real talk, real talk, and we'll understand the importance of toilet paper and we'll actually use it properly. <laughs> Here's the everyone's gonna use a bidet. I, I was thinking yeah. about that today too, man. It's like, how much am I? How much do I need? And how much am I using on the regular? Like, I'm just yanking this thing, folding it, and using it. Why not look down and be precise? Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe society's gonna get to that point where you maybe use like two squares, like you just use every inch of it. Man, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not gonna lie. When I watch this show, like everyone's saying like six squares, seven squares, eleven squares. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a th- I'm a I'm a three square guy. I'm a three square guy. You well, know, if I need more, I take it. I, wanna, I gotta I gotta count next time because I just grab until like it's done. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how many squares that is. I, I just take as many as much as I need. Yo, it's like a grab. It's like a grab and go, man. Like five cent <laughs> candy, you just take as many as you want. Man. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Like speaking of cleanliness. Is it is because of the coronavirus? You're just gonna stop shaking hands forever. This goes on for a while. What happens Damn. in like fifty years? People are are you know when we're like eighty years old, our grandkids are just like, hey, dude, man, remember shut when up. people used to just fucking shake hands, shut and up, with each other? How fucking stupid was that? Motherfucking Eddie Bravo over here, man. People are gonna shake hands. Dude, it's wild. Just thinking about like all the political, social ramifications. Why okay. does this is a huge revolution for like working at home? Uh, yeah. How many of these people, how many, if this goes on for months, people are getting used to working at home. What's going to be a thing. stop all these people from going back to the office? Like maybe a lot of them are just going to keep on working from home. And working less, less days. Yeah. Real talk. I mean, you can do a lot from a laptop if you're in that position. Uh, Trevor, ask another question, man. Ask another question from that show. What else do you learn? Was, was my question not good enough? We just going to move on right yeah, now? Yeah, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. <laughs> We got. We already gave you the award, Bonnie. Sorry, that's all. That's all you got on this program so far. <laughs> um. Oh man, I'll I'll ask you this. What do you think is the best? Ooh, what's the best decade to be alive in terms of living? Like, tw- or what do you think is the best decade in terms of like the most successful? But in your twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, or sixties? Oh shit! You know what? I gotta say my thirties because my twenties. You know, I'm not gonna. How am I gonna end it? I only got three years left. Four years left. I, I best believe it's the thirties. Real talk. Uh, 
No, man, but here's the thing, man. I think people think uh, people are scared to turn 30. Like, don't you, don't you, don't you love it? Like, yeah, who cares? Let's go. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about it at all, man. Who gives I, I'm a fuck, man? 30, man. Who gives a fuck, man? What's that? Sorry, I, I zoned out for a second. Um, what was the question? Which decade is the most successful? Like, which do you think is the best that, uh, you know, it's all around succeeding in life? Like, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s? Probably 30s, because you're more established in your whatever career you are. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. the, the the survey on the show, sort of spoil it, it showed that 20s was the most successful, and 60s was second. Damn, and like that's 30, sick. I think then I was like, 40s was the worst, because that's when you're like the most stressed, and you're paying bills all the time, and all this shit. <laughs> But oh, uh, yeah, twenty yeah. apparently the twenties and your sixties, so man. So the bad news for us: once you hit thirty, it's all downhill until you turn sixty again. That's okay. It's like a big U curve. Yeah, just so Yo, you know, just let you guys be know. Fun man. No pressure. Sixty gonna be a great time, man. Sixty, I'm gonna move away from my family, and I'm gonna ask for a hall pass for a whole year. At nice. the age of sixty, I think I'll get. I think I'll get it, and I think ethically it'll be uh, correct. You know, just gotta make up something. You, yeah, hundred percent. What, what poster is that, man? I miss my brothers, man. Was that yellow submarine? Yeah, before you guys go, it's my yellow submarine yeah, poster. It's, it's framed. Had it since high school. Some hit. A lot of nights uh, staring at this before bed. Okay. Last Pretty time nice. I watched that movie, I was super stoned. It actually worked out really well. Maybe that's, maybe that's a great way. Oh hell yeah, maybe that's a great yeah. way to send off the listeners. What? If you're yeah. if you're a stoner and you're finishing listening to this episode of Sipping on a Forty right now, do yourself a favor. Go watch Beatles' Yellow Submarine. Doesn't yeah. matter if you've seen it before. Or if you're seeing it for yeah, the first time, you'll love it. Yeah, hands down. Hands down. Okay, yeah. okay. Donors only. Okay, okay. And anyone else that wants to watch it, okay? Stop putting people in a fucking box, right? <laughs> Motherfucking assholes. Okay, let's get out of here. Sipping on a 40 Kyle Bound, Bagsy Bondi, ISO mode. We'll do this again. Holla anytime, bro. That's really fun. Anytime you guys want to talk, we'll just do it on Sipping on a 40, okay? Real talk. All right. Get some Canucks talk. There's not much to talk about. We tried. Calder Trophy winner, Kale McCarr, probably, and Nick Bondi. Nah, Quinn Hughes, Quinn Hughes. Okay, okay, okay. Quinn Hughes and Nick Bondi, two things we haven't Quinn Hughes and Nick Bondi, exactly. Check out the rest of the network. The quickie's still going on. Yo, big news regarding Silky and Filthy. We'll, we'll announce that soon. Power of the Town, man. Batch, batch, batch. Voice of the Vancouver Canucks on the network. Power of the Pure Out. There you go. Get the Quarantine network. Version. Get the network, okay? My name's Kyle Bowen. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you listen to this, but, but we really do appreciate it. Be safe. Wash your body. Wipe your ass. And save that toilet paper. Peace.